You're listening to Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We're your hosts, Brandy and Natalie. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for joining another episode of Rise to Your Purpose. This is Brandy, the creator of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, the Rise to Your Purpose program and this podcast. And as you know, our passion here at Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising is really to help entrepreneurs align their values with their business so that they can create a mission-driven business and a kingdom impact. So today I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend Melanie Sessa. And today our topic is about identifying your passions and strengths and using them to create your mission-driven business. And so Melanie is going to be talking to us about how she helps women over 40 create businesses online with simplicity, purpose, and joy. So Melanie, thank you so much for joining today. So excited to have you on. Um, Can you just share a little bit about your mission and how you help women over 40? Thank you so much, Brandy. It's such an honor to be here with you. I appreciate you. So yeah, so uh, just a little backstory. So when I became um, a mom, I left the corporate marketing world. So I had many years in corporate marketing and learned a lot. But when I became a mom, I wanted to stay at home with my kids. And that was many, many years ago. Um, had a journey in the network marketing space that I loved. I'm still in network marketing. But what I realized is that not every woman has the marketing experience from, from a corporate environment or education when they want to start an online business. And I found particularly in women over 40, specifically late 40s and even over 50, they have such a drive, such a passion, and now they have the time to build something, but they're just not sure how to do it because all of this stuff is new to them. And so I saw that need. I saw it in in my team and in other women that I would meet. And I said, you know what? I need to help women this way because I have that experience and that gift and I want to be able to help them too. I love that. When I started connecting with you at first, I was just like, this is awesome. I feel like we do need to be talking about this. And not only does it apply to women over 40 and 50, but I feel like it applies to anybody who's just like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I have like quarter life crisis, you know, like every five years, I'm like, who am I? I need to like re-identify who I am. And I think it's just so important that we always come back to what are our passions? What are our strengths? And how can I use them to go out and impact the world in a positive way? And like, how do we show up and be that light in this world? And so I just love your mission and how you found your niche. So like what, I guess, drew you to, how did you identify who you wanted to serve? So um, as I mentioned, I wanted to help women who wanted to make an impact. You know, these women that I meet, they've spent years serving other people. They've served their kids, their husbands, their job, their boss, which are all great things. And then there comes a point in their life where they say, okay, I've kind of done a lot of that. And they probably continue to do it. But what else is there for me? What else can I do? You know, a lot of women who get into their late 40s realize, my goodness, half my life is over. What kind of an impact did I make beyond my family? Listen, family is is the most important. But beyond that, what do I want to do? And they find their purpose or they find a new passion and they want to do something with that whether it's a business, whether it's a network marketing business, whether it's coaching, but they need help because they have all of these great ideas, but they just don't know how to put them out there on the market. And that's where I come. I love that. 
How does someone identify their passions if they're not quite sure what they're passionate about? So I really love that question because I hear it all the time. There, there's two different things. It's like what you love to do or what you're good at, let's mm-hmm. say, and what you're passionate about. I, what you're passionate about are those things that you just can't fill yourself enough with. So what do you find yourself reading about a lot? Or what do you find yourself talking about a lot, mm-hmm. right? What are those three to five things that if you could talk about them all day long and you don't really care if people roll their eyes because you love it, yeah. that's your passion. I love that. Yeah, I think that's so important that we do take time. I think this is also a key is that we have to take time to try to sit with ourselves and kind of get rid of the chaos and the noise of what other people are trying to tell us what our passions should be and what we should be doing or not be doing regardless of our age. And I, I don't know if you run into this as a woman over 40, like, do you feel like there's certain social, what's the word, like expectations that, oh, you're not supposed to be running a business or do you feel like you run across those blocks um, of, of society, societal expectations, if you will? Um, I'm not really sure if I do, but I, I, I want it to your point of the supposed to's and the should's, mm-hmm. words that I've tried to erase from my vocabulary. Because really, what does that even mean? That's based on someone else's expectation or perception of the world. But if you have a passion, then I say go for it, right? Don't worry about the naysayers, the should-haves, or the supposed-tos, because those are probably not your people mm-hmm. that are going to encourage you on your journey. Yes, I love that. It's so true. What tips would you say to somebody who's trying to identify what are their strengths and how do I lean into them? in the business business world? So that's a really good question. Um, what I would do is have the people who know them the best tell them, what do you think I'm good at? And I find this a lot in myself. So I have my master's in marketing, right? And I find it so easy to help other people with their marketing strategies. But when I think about my own strategy, I confuse myself because I have so many different ideas, mm-hmm. right? And if someone looks at me, they're like, but Melanie, you're so good at marketing. I'm like, well, not for me. I'm not. So I need a coach for that. And I do have a coach. Yeah. That. Um, but for, for people to know what, what they're good at, I first ask the people around you because they see you differently than you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what is something that gives you a sense of accomplishment? You know, you know, so you're a new mom, Brandy, yes. and you probably already feel like, well, I got this thing. I mean, if your baby's sleeping 12 hours or, you know, through the night, at 12 weeks old, you got it going on, girl. But um, yeah, so what is something that you just like, wow, I did a pretty good job at that, whether it's bake really good chocolate chip cookies or help somebody to feel better with your products because you were able to give them a recommendation based Mm -hmm. on knowledge that you know. Those are the things that you're good at. Yeah, I think that's such a great idea. When I was like early into my coaching journey and working with a coach myself, one of the things that they had me do is like go post on social media and ask like what are five words that describe me or like what are five strengths that describe me and it was kind of scary for i don't know for some reason my mind went to the negative like nobody's gonna have anything good to say about me which is awful like how sometimes our mind like the enemies gets in our head and be like you're not worthy you're not you don't have skills you don't have strengths and but then you know like people did show up and they're like you are this this and this and this and i was like yes, I like, that is true. Like I can see that in myself. And so I think that is a very 
good idea when you're kind of starting on your journey of finding out what are my passions, what are my strengths, and how can I lean into them to create a business that works for me, which is Natalie and I, that's kind of our catchphrase is like, we want to help you identify what your strengths and your passions are and lean into them. Because if you're trying to align yourself with something that is not your strength and is not in alignment with your personality, it's not going to be fun for you. It's not going to be enjoyable. And you're just going to hit that like resistance. It's true. And what I love about what you just said and what you posted on social media, you went outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I think that was scary. And you benefited so much from that because people see us differently than we see ourselves. So things that people think that you're really good at or you're their go-to girl, mm-hmm. you didn't realize that until you asked that question. Yeah. Well, and I think that's true because like you, you're like, oh, I just know this stuff or this just comes so naturally to you that you don't really look at it as a strength. Whereas other people are where they may be lacking in that strength or that skill or that passion. They're like, oh yeah, like you said, like you are my go-to person for like gut health or, or mindset strategies or business strategies or marketing strategies, because you're always talking about this. And you may be thinking like, oh, this is kind of second nature to me. So I don't really see this as a strength necessarily, because it's just like something I just always do. And, and I think it is great to look outside yourself to get that reflection almost from, from people who, and get it from people who care about you and want your best interests and have your best interests at heart. I think that's also key um, when you are going down this discovery path is that you are talking to people who have your heart at their best interest and they want to see you succeed and they want to help you thrive and be, and be that positive. And there's, you know, there's constructive feedback and, you know, we can always grow and, and learn and, and continue to discover, but there's different ways to, to get that feedback, you know? That's very wise. Um, what is currently inspiring you right now? Wow. Okay. So what's inspiring me is a couple of things. The opportunity that I have to really help people in a meaningful way, both with the products in my company and with the opportunity that is inspiring me. It it truly is because I see what's happening and in the lives of people who are taking advantage of this Mm -hmm. and how their lives are changing. Also the story of Esther this year has been something that has really inspired me, right? Um, A lot of us women get into these companies or situations or jobs and we may be confused about why God has us there, you know, why he chose us to be part of that. And so just like Esther, she was plucked out of something that was familiar to go into something unfamiliar because God had a greater purpose for her to be the voice of her people, right? Yeah. And so that's how I feel right now. Like I'm, I'm the voice of my people, you know, my, whoever my tribe is, the people that are attracted to my mission and want to run alongside of me, you know, I'm a voice for them. Um, and I find that happens a lot with age experience mm-hmm. and also that uh, maybe not so great experience, you know, trauma and things like that, what we've all been through. Um, any age, right? I'm much older than you and, and I know you've been through some stuff yourself. And so people are attracted to that authenticity and, and they are like, wow, she's speaking my language. Mm-hmm. She's speaking what I've already been. You know, I love what, what she has to say. And so that inspires me too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny you bring up trauma. We actually just did a po- podcast episode around trauma and how that in- impacts your business. Mm-hmm. And you do, and I know you and I have talked about this, like we have to address those underlying 
feelings of trauma and experiences before we can really level up. And so if you guys want help with that, go back a couple episodes and find that <laughs> podcast episode. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned Esther. I actually have it on my phone screen. It says, perhaps you were born for such a time as this, Esther 414. Um, so I totally believe that God has us in. We're exactly where we need to be. And sometimes it doesn't feel like, you know, we're like, God, why do you have me here? Like, what is the point of this? And then you look back and you're like able to turn around and help somebody who's in the situation you were maybe two years ago. And I just, that's kind of like my inspiration too, just like, how can I use what I've been through to turn around and help somebody else? And it makes it worth it. And I, I think that's great. What you're, I feel like that's what you're doing is you're taking all this experience that you've had throughout your life and you're turning around and helping that woman who wants to level up, who wants to grow, who wants to create an impact and helping her do that with the knowledge that you've gained. And I just love that mission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if God gave me the, the brain to do it, you know, 10 years of corporate marketing, mm -hmm. 18 network marketing. I know you've had a long stay. Yes. What are we doing with that, you know, to further and help each other? Because at the end of the day, only thing we take with us is relationships and the impact that we've left in the lives of other people. I'm into that. Yes. What is one piece of advice that you have for other female entrepreneurs? Oh, this is a good one. So it, I was thinking about that question. And, and these are the, the things that really stand out for me. Show up, be consistent. And then surround yourself with not just like-minded people, but like-hearted people. Mm -hmm. yes. People who get your heart, which is your values, you know, what you stand for and what you will say no to and yes to. Those are the people you want in your corner cheering you on. And those are the, and the people who like when you have to take two months off because you're just down in the dumps, mm -hmm. they're not helping you. They're there to love on you, support you, and encourage you. And when you're ready to get back on your feet, those are your people. Those are your like-hearted people. Mm -hmm. Like-minded people, they're, they're good too, but they are, their purpose is a, maybe a little bit more, you know, self, you know, all right, how to get this profit, this, this going and all of that. Where like-hearted people are like, how can I help you heal? How can I help you become that person God has created you to be, right? So that's what I would suggest. I think that's so great. And people don't really answer that like that way that question that way and so i love that you put in the like-hearted because that is so true when you're finding your tribe of people not only is it important to have like yes you want the same mindset but you want those people who are there to support your heart and have that best interest in mind for you as well so that's 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 a powerful answer so thank you so much for that um how do you see god working through you in your business right now um, maybe we've already covered this, but I think, I think so. I think so. He's, he's, he's training me always mm -hmm. <laughs> to use what he's given me, his gifts to further his, you know, I'm going to say kingdom, but really to further the mission of people feeling loved, supportive, encouraged, part of a community and able to do great things, even in their small space. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that is so powerful. I think sometimes we get this perception that we have to do huge things to make an impact on the world. But really, if we can just show up and make the impact in our world, that's just like, that's at our arm reach around us. 
that's really where it all, that's where the impact, the ripple starts. If you can just make an impact in the world around you, then hopefully that's just going to ripple effect. And it'll end up making that great big impact. That's that you just have to start with your surroundings. That's totally it. So as we wrap up, I'd love to hear what affirmations other women are using. Um, I know speaking, God asks us to speak truth and speak life. And so what life affirmations are you speaking over yourself and your business today? So I have a whole list <laughs> and statements about myself. So I am chosen, set apart, redeemed, love, worth dying for. Mm -hmm. You're healed, restored, transformed, renewed, uh, the daughter of a king, um, a servant, a servant leader. Uh, I am generous. I'm joyful. I'm grateful. I'm saved by the blood of the lamb. I am grateful, hopeful, wise, loving, honest, motivated, ambitious, and so on. But um, because my identity has to be yes. that, it has to be in, in my savior. Because if it's in anything else, then those things are fleeting. Mm -hmm. right? So that's where I have to repeat who I am in him. Yes. Whew, I got goosebumps reading it. And then you're reading those. I'm like, yes. That's something that I've learned is like, I cannot, you know, like you said, I cannot face my identity around what the world expects me to be. Because you're never going to live up to that. But if you can set your identity in what Christ calls you to be, which is an heir, which, you know, claim your crown. I love to say like your royalty, like step into that royalty status of you're loved, you're worth far more than rubies. And yes, I just, I loved all of those. I am affirmations that you said. I think that's so true to be rooting our affirmations on truth. Cause when I was doing, in my experience, when I was first getting into affirmations and you're like, I am a millionaire and I am, you know, I'm a car earner and whatever, you know, you wanted to say, I'm like, that just didn't align with me. I just, I couldn't stand on those affirmations. But when I switched it to, you know, I am strong and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like that's when my power came in. That's when I got that Holy Spirit empowerment. And I, so I love that you're already, yeah, you're already like taking your affirmations straight from the yeah. truth. It's funny, I had that same kind of journey. You know, I, I was like, oh, I am a, and then I would name the rank in my company mm -hmm. that I, I wasn't there yet. And I didn't, it didn't feel authentic to me. Yes. It was something I was striving for. But who am I? Who am I today? Who am I always? Mm -hmm. My life is in Christ. Who am I in that? That's the most important role of being a caller or affirmation mm -hmm. or identity that I can have. Yeah, and where you should put your self-worth. I think that was also part of my journey was, I had to learn that my worth was in who God says it is, not in my rank or my financial status or in what the world expects me to be. Like, that's not where my worth comes from. It comes from who God says I am and putting my stake in that and that in, you know, like you said, fleeting things. Yeah, because that doesn't change. Yeah. Um, okay, so as we wrap up, where can people find you and so that you can show up and serve them and how can they be a part of your mission? Thank you so much. So my name is Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I, Sessa, and I, you'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I have a Facebook group called Facebook After 40 for women who want to be involved in uh, learning how to really use this Facebook thing, you know, simply and organically. And so they can uh, see that link on my personal profile on Facebook and soon to be in my Instagram account. They can click through that and get it too. 
Awesome. And I'll drop those links in the comments as well. So you guys can access those. And then one final question, which we all know I'm on this hashtag self-love is journey. And so I would love for you to share, like, what is self-love to you? Yeah, you know, that is such a great question. And I may not answer it the way that you think. <laughs> okay. Because if we think about self-love, right? So who, who is the example of ultimate self-love? Christ, right? What did Christ do? Sacrifice? Uh, took on him, you know, everything, the sins of the world. Served, washed their feet, washed the, the disciples' feet. So truly, if, if I am going to feel like self-esteem, self-love, I have to understand that who the example of love is, was the most selfless mm-hmm. servant that ever existed, right? And we're called to that. We're called to serve others. You know, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. This, the good Samaritan, that person gave, you know, out of his own to help someone in need that he didn't even know, right? And so self-love has to start with other people. Because I don't know about you, Brandy, but I don't feel full and content unless I'm making a difference in somebody else's life. Yes, I love that. That's, that was worded very well. I don't think I've had anybody actually answer the question that you have. And I love that perspective. And so I appreciate you for bringing that new perspective to this conversation on what is self-love. Because that's kind of one of the things I've been doing is like, self-love is taking care of your temple because you know, if we can't take care of our temple, then how are we going to go out and serve and show up? Um, and so I love that self-love is also being selfless and going out and serving other people. And I agree with you. Like when I can show up and serve people, that's really, I like that does fill my cup and it fills my soul. And it is like a way, you know, it's a way of when you bless others, you're kind of also blessing yourself. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And definitely we need to take care of ourselves. You know, I'm in the wellness industry like you are, but what's the point of that? Right. Mm-hmm. Actually the highest rank in my company is called a servant leader. Oh, really? That's awesome. If we're serving others, I think people are attracted to that too. Like, and, and we want to lead with service mm-hmm. really all about what we're doing for other people, whether we're in network marketing or not. Amen. I love that. Thank you so much, Melanie, for being on today's episode. I appreciate you so much. Any closing words before we sign off? Well, Brandy, I appreciate you so much. And I love the platform that you have for women. And, you know, if if anything I can do to help women who want to understand how to build this business, uh, you know, after a certain age, after 40, when you feel you're not equipped, you are. You are equipped. You just need someone to walk alongside you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Have an awesome day. Rise Your Purpose will be a weekly podcast. Our hope is to inspire and educate you on your entrepreneurial journey to help you fuel your passions, live your purpose, and build a business that works for you. You can subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. We'd love to hear from you. It makes us so happy to see you tuning in to the show. So if you're on Instagram, let us know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you tuned into and tag us at LiveVictorious on your story. Let us know what your favorite quote or takeaway from the episode was so that we can be inspired to keep creating content like this for you. 
To learn more about us and get involved with our community of mission-driven entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group, Purpose Partners, where we partner together in faith and business. So until next time, build a business that works for you and stay in alignment with your mission.